Hello, welcome to Life and Everything in Between. I'm your host, Jade. Today I have Hannah Maggard with me, one of my best friends in the whole wide world. Super gay. Um, <laughs> but I haven't done one in two weeks. It was just Christmas and New Year's, so I want to apologize for not doing that. But uh, today we're going to talk about relationships and love and men and women and things that you go through in a relationship or like trying to find a relationship, uh, get into some sex and all that stuff. All that entertaining stuff, like <laughs> sex and love. All the interesting stuff. All the stuff that's super interesting. So, uh, yeah, Hannah, you want to talk about any experiences you've had in your relationships or, like, anything that was something that you feel like you want to talk about and, like, make people informed about? Yeah, sure. So, one that I was kind of thinking about talking about uh, when you mentioned doing this was my ex-boyfriend, um, who I dated back in, like, 2000. When did we live together? 2014, 15, 15, 15, I lived in the house. I dated him for six months, um, and he was a really nice guy. He was kind of strange, but he no, was I, a nice I guy. I totally remember this guy. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was a strange <laughs> he one, was an but he was character. nice. Do you remember he, like, mowed our grass No, yeah, he was really stuff? nice. He was he really was. nice. He was strange. He was strange, um, but he wanted to, like, get married after six months. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was, <laughs> and that was my first red flag. So I, like, asked him, I was, like, in September, I was, like, let's just go on a, a break. But then he, like, lost it. Do you remember, like, how... Yeah. I just was a terrible. You had to block him and stuff, I did, you? yeah. I blocked him on all social media. But then he, like, taught me that you can block someone on social media, <laughs> but you can't block the mail. Because then after that, he sent me, and this is not an exaggeration, 26 letters, four thinking of you cards, a birthday present, a birthday card, a Christmas present, a Christmas card. I remember all of this now, now that you're, like, talking yeah. about it. Like, I remember I remember the Christmas present and the, like, yeah. birthday present. Because they came to my house. And you guys were on a break. We were. And, and I had, like, blocked him and everything. And I even had to unblock him to be like, hey, listen, stop sending me stuff in the mail. And then he asked me, he was like, can I send you one letter a month? And I was like, No. But even, and it's been, like, years, and it's been, like, three to four years, but even now he'll, like, text me sometimes and ask, and, like, talk to me and, like, try to talk me and get back together with him. Like, even now, like, he offered to take me on, like, a cruise after I graduated grad school. Tempting. <laughs> tempting, tempting a cruise. But I don't want to be murdered in a tropical location. <laughs> You know? got, the, got the booty. All the men are like, I don't hey, know. Girl. I just, like, he was so nice to me, and he didn't do anything wrong. He just got a little no, crazy. Well, that's the thing. People do that. Like, the thing about, like, I don't want to say the kids these days. Right, but, but like, I mean. But really, like, you know, people don't understand how love works. Like, with love, it's like, you meet somebody that you're like, okay, hey, maybe I could fall in love with Right. Them. I obviously like their personality, and I'm attracted to them, so like, hey, let's date and see where this goes. Right. But that's not what people do anymore. It's like, I'm in love with this person, we're not even dating. So now I have to, like, be with them and be obsessed, and then, like, if, and then if, like, if they don't want to be with, like, like, you don't want to be with that guy, so it's like, he he lost his fucking mind, so it was like, oh, I'm gonna send you 20,000 letters to try to get, that doesn't make you want to be with him. No, it just, it was terrifying. It's overwhelming. Yeah, it was terrifying. It was a terrifying thought, because he, I was so afraid that one day he would just show up to the house. No, I And he lived five hours away. Because you remember when me and Laura were like, let that motherfucker show up. Yeah, no, I, I was like, happened. and he was so little, too. I was he like, really, if, he was they tiny. Co- if he comes here, Jade and Laura Lee will fuck him no, up. No, I, I would have fucked the shit I know. But... I almost have fucked the shit out of him, which is not right. <laughs> 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 I would have fucked him up, is what I was going for. Yeah, no, I mean, and the thing is, like, even now, I have no ill will towards him. Like, no, I'm I mean, not he, mad at him. Well, the thing is, is, he was sweet. You know, it's sweet to have somebody like you that much. Or exactly. love you that much. Like, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, um, 
my god. But do you want to know also the manipulating part about it? Is he would talk to me, even after we broke up, like, even now, he'll, like, text me and he'll be like, could you imagine where we would have been if you wouldn't have done this? Like, we probably would have been married by now, or at least engaged. And that's, like, a really, like, extreme thought to think of, especially since, like, I am single. I'm a single beagle, but it's like, all my friends are getting married. But you're also 24 years old. Exactly. You don't need to think about getting married or no. I mean, it's nice to think about, okay, I might be married one day, but you don't need to think that you need to get married. Exactly. Even though, like, all your friends are getting married, you are in no... I mean, you shouldn't feel pressured to get married. You should not feel pressured. Yeah, and for him to be like, we could have been engaged by now. That's just kind of ridiculous. It really is. And that's manipulation. And that's manipulation to make you feel... Like, and you... Why would you want to tell somebody that and make them feel bad for you and that's why they're with you? Why would you want your relationship or even your to marriage be based on to that. be based on To be based on that. somebody being like, oh, like I feel ultimatum. bad. I feel bad. Ultimatums, I hate ultimatums. Yeah. I hate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, if you have a relationship that's all about ultimatums, like, every every other day it's like, if you don't do this, we're going to break up. If this happens, we're going to break up. We're going to break up right now and if you don't do this, we're not going to get back together. And it's terrifying. Do you really want to be, your whole life, you're going to, you might get married to this person, your whole life is going to be ultimatums. Right, like, I'll divorce you if you do People this. just don't know how to love each other and it really bothers me. Yeah, and then also, like, this whole, like, Tinder culture. Like, I have Tinder. I'm not being a hypocrite. I have Tinder, and, like, I swipe and do whatever. And, like, I have friends who are getting married who met on Tinder. No hate towards it. But the fact is, like, it's totally downplaying what a relationship is. Yeah, it really does. And it's really, it's sad, because, like, when you talk to guys on there, it's like, hey, do you want to meet up? Like, what is that? Yeah, to just, like, fuck? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Well, this, like, I'm really old-fashioned, and I, like, like, I'm not going to say I've never had a fuck buddy, because I do enjoy some good sex, but, anywho, so, I, like, I'm old-fashioned, so it's like, I want to meet somebody, I want somebody to ask me on a date, bring me some flowers. Come to the door. Come to the door and be like, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not against having sex, like, immediately, I'm really not, because I I like it, but it's like... If you want to date me, it can't just be sex. It has to be, like, take me on a date. Like, even my last relationship was, like, we were living together. And right. it was, like, we never went on dates. Ever. So, I just think going on a date, like, not specifically the guy paying for everything. Because I think, like, with that, like, it should be guy pays once, girls pays the next time. Especially when you're so far into your relationship. Yeah. So, it's, like, but, you know, I want to be wined and dined. You know what I mean? And 69. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, like, want somebody to come up and care enough to be, like, hey, you get dressed up and look really pretty, I'm going to take you out. Yeah. And then we can date and then, like, not be like, I love you immediately, but, like, you know, let's get to know each other, because mm-hmm. people don't want to get to know each other anymore. And I think the fact of it, especially when it comes to, like, you, and I know me as well, it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. Like, you no. don't have to take us out to, like, this five-star restaurant. Literally just take me on a drive. Yeah, no, seriously, take me on a drive. Let's drive around the neighborhood. Listen to some music. Listen to music. Talk and get to know each other. That's what I want. That's so fun. Like, I miss the days of, like, staying on the phone for, like, hours. Yeah. I miss that. Just talk, yeah. Everybody texts or tenders. Yeah. Messages each other. Like, let's have human interaction. And that's another thing, not that this has anything to do with what we're talking about, but I hate telephones, cell phones. Right. Hate them. Just because, like, the smartphone. Because people get out of, like, life and how to love people and how to take them out on dates and how to do this and how to interact with another human being because they're so caught up in their phone screen. Yeah, and the thing is, like, I find myself doing it all the time. No, I do it too, and then I'm like, but I'm like, stop. Right. Like, I go out with friends, and sometimes my friends will just be on their phone the whole entire time. Yeah. Which I don't mind, like, you know, obviously you're going to get on your phone every once in a while. Sometimes there's lulls in the conversation and lulls in the time that we're hanging out. But, like... Pay attention. Be in the moment. And that's like, you know, you go on a date with somebody and then they're on their phone the whole entire time. It's like... Why are you even here with me? Why are you even here with me? Why are right. we Why are we hanging out? Why are right. we doing this? And that's what I also think Tinder promotes as well. It's like, you're behind a screen so you can say anything that you, you want. Can, and it's fucked up shit, too. It is. 
And that's the thing that, like, people don't know how to talk to women. And, like, I'm, I am a feminist in one way to where I'm like, okay, these jobs where it's, like, pay the same, yes. Mm-hmm. But, like, to the point where it's, like, I, I think women should be treated differently, like, by men. Right. Like, men should want to, like, they shouldn't hit them. They, men shouldn't hit women. No. Men, like, shouldn't talk to women like they're dirt. Like, it's like, the, there's this whole new, like, the social, I don't know how to, how, what to say, but, like, the... What society thinks that it like should the be like. Norm, yeah, status quo. Nowadays is like. Just be shitty talk, to each talk, other. Well, even like women to men, though. I know. Yeah, it's the same. It's like, can we just go back to where like we can get to know each other and not be shit, shit asses to each other? At what point did we stop caring how someone, like, not like caring how someone perceived us, like we were so worried about what they thought about us, but also just wanting to be a good enough person uh, uh, for someone? Yeah. And, like, that's, people don't care about that stuff, and I think that's an issue that comes back to relationships. Like, you feeling like that, and not treating somebody properly, and, like, thinking that you can treat somebody like shit and it's okay, fucks everything up. And right. it fucks the people in the relationships up. They're, like, talking about emotional abuse in relationships. Yeah. Which, I have a first-hand experience in, and somebody telling me that I'm a disgusting piece of shit. And that takes a toll on you. It does. It takes a huge toll on you. And... Like, it's not just women. Men get emotionally abused, too. Like, I, I know people that are in relationships right now that get called a piece of shit. Right. That are men. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, people don't know how to interact with each other without being shitty. Mm-hmm. And emotional abuse is something that people don't notice. Because physical abuse is like, oh, it's on their face. Right. You can see it. Somebody blacked their eye. They're, they're fucked up. But emotional abuse is psyche. Mm-hmm. And, like, that shit, that doesn't go away. Right. Like, you know how long... It took me forever to get out of the mindset that I'm a piece of shit. And still, sometimes, I get to that point, and I'm like, wow, maybe I was a piece right. of shit. Maybe I'm the reason that all this shit happened in my mm-hmm. relationship. Maybe I'm just the worst human being in the world. And that's... You don't want to be in a relationship where someone makes you feel like you're terrible. That you're ugly. That you're fat. That you're a piece of shit. That you're not an adult. That you're just shitty in general. Right. And that's where I was at. And it took friends and family and, like talking to everyone and trying to get people to make me feel like I wasn't a piece of shit and but I should never have felt that way in the first place because the fact of the matter is also like you can think these things about yourself but the minute that someone says it to your face it becomes real and what's worse is like you know people that have depression like I have depression I've had in my whole like Mm -hmm. since I was in high school I have depression so I already have the thoughts in my head right so when somebody's telling me stuff that I already think in my head that just makes it it just makes it, it makes real. it true. It makes it yeah. a true thought. Exactly. So, like, that's... I was at the point where I was sitting on the floor and I was crying because I was just thinking about how ugly and disgusting and a piece of shit that I was. And it was like... And then I couldn't get up and clean or whatever I was supposed to do. Right. And then I was an even bigger piece of shit because I couldn't get out of bed. Right. So, people need to... And that's something with relationships. you got to understand what your partner's going through. Like, if your partner tells you, hey, I have anxiety and depression, like... Understand that. If you love them, if you really, really like them, you don't love them yet, but you want to get to know them and you know that they have that, understand what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Inform yourself. Look it up. Like, hey, definition of anxiety. Right. Signs of anxiety. Signs of panic attacks. That way, like, you're aware, like, this person that I really have feelings for has this issue and I'm going to care enough to inform myself and understand I shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do it in the first place, even if they don't have anxiety or depression. You shouldn't call somebody a disgusting piece of shit or anything. But, like, you just have to understand who your partner is. And if you think that they're a piece of shit, you shouldn't be with them anyway. Because the fact of the matter is, once you want someone in your life, their issues that they carry with them become a part of you. Exactly. Like, if your partner has depression and anxiety, even though you don't personally have to deal with that issue, if they suffer from that, then that's going to become a part of your life at some point. Yep. 
And you're going to have to learn how to, like, deal with that. You need, and you have to learn that there are going to be some days where they can't get out of bed. And nothing I say is going to make them feel better. Like, I can't be like, just get out of bed. Just feel better. Stop feeling this way. It doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. Like, them telling you, can you just not cry? Can you just get up and actually do something? Like, it doesn't work that way. That doesn't work that way. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to be a lazy piece of shit on purpose. Right. Like, and you telling I me that I want to get being, up. Right. I want to get up. I want to do stuff. But, like, I can't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if somebody was there encouraging me, if someone would have been there and been like, Jade, you're not a piece of shit. Like, I love you. Let's get up and let's clean the bathroom together. Right. Let's go fold some laundry together. Let's do this together because I know you feel like shit, but I'm here to help you. Exactly. Instead of just making me feel like I'm terrible. Right. It's because, like, most emotional abuse, like, it is done to men too, but it's more statistically higher for women. 35% of women in serious relationships get emotionally abused. And I just want anybody that listens to this that is being emotionally abused, you got to read the signs. Because the people that are abusing you are narcissists. Mm-hmm. They just, they, they think that they have, they're bigger and better than you. They think that everything should be about them. Like, if you ever bring anything up about yourself and then they, like, disregard it and talk about themselves, mm-hmm. that's a narcissist. They also feel like they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, they never think they're the doing anything part. wrong. And they just want control. And as soon as they feel like they're losing control, then they get worse. So, like, the minute you're like, hey, I want to go out with my friends, and then they're like, well, you should be staying home and doing this. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. That's control. And then you sit there and you're like, oh, well, it's my boyfriend or it's my girlfriend, and I should listen to them. Like, I love them and blah, blah, blah. And then you fuck yourself up and you, like, then you get out of this relationship finally and you still don't hang out with your friends because it's like you got in the back of your mind that, oh, so-and-so is going to be mad at me, and then you're not Mm -hmm. even with them anymore. Right. And that's the toll that being in a relationship like that takes on you. It just, like, messes your brain up. And, like, more, people that are in emotionally abused relationships, like, are more likely to commit suicide. And it's because they are made to feel like they're complete garbage. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that constantly. I felt like I was a piece of garbage all the time. And, I mean, I love that boy for a long time, and I'm always going to have a place in my heart right. for him. But, like, my love for him was so strong that I avoided the part that, like, I was not okay. Right. Well, because, I mean, when you love someone, you want to give them all of you. Exactly. Like, I changed myself for him. Right. Like, I was like, I'm not going to do theater anymore. I'm not going to paint like I was. I'm not going to play guitar. I'm not going to do this stuff because it takes away from the time that I could be doing something that he wants me to do. Right, or something for him. Yeah. So, like, all of my stuff was just, everything I did was for him. I never did anything for me. And it was like, I was constantly walking on eggshells. And I was like, okay, am I going to, if I do this, this is going to make him feel like this. And then, so I shouldn't do it. So I can't go out to a bar with my friend because he's gonna be mad at me and like like one time I was out and he called me 32 times that's crazy you just gotta realize what you're in because it just it makes you feel like you're not important like mm-hmm. your thoughts and feelings don't matter mm-hmm. and if you feel like that get out don't stay for a super long time and be like oh I love him so he's okay get out take your time recuperate I've been broken up for a year with this guy and it's like I feel better now than I have in a long time Right. And now I'm ready to, like, you know, go hang out with other people and have a good time. And so now I'm just enjoying life and not worrying about what this asshole thinks and, like, what he thinks about me because I'm myself and I don't care. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not a piece of shit and I know that I'm not garbage. I'm a good person. Yes, so he can kiss my ass. <laughs> and especially if you've been in a relationship with someone like this for, like, a long period of time, I want to say, like, you don't owe them anything. You do not owe it to them to stay with them at any point. You don't. Like, but even if it's familiar, even if it's comfortable, even if you're terrified of giving, getting back in the dating game, even if you think that you're going to be alone forever, I feel like that is better than staying in a relationship. No, it is. That makes you feel awful. 
I mean, there's just no call for it. There's really not. Because the fact of the matter is, like, for every piece of trash out there that makes you feel that way, there's another person out there for you that can treat you how you deserve to be treated. Well, it's like, and then it gets you in the mindset where all men are like this. I know, and that's that's not not fair. It's not fair, because, like, you know, I have these wonderful friends that are men. We're not dating, we're not in love, but, like, they do nicer things for me than my ex ever did for me. Right. Like, you know, like, decorating something for my birthday, or, like, bringing me a Christmas present. I didn't even get a Christmas present for my ex, like, for two years in a row, and it was, like, these people that aren't even dating me and don't, like, aren't in love with me are doing these things for me just because they care about me, and my boyfriend that was supposed to be in love with me and wanted to spend his life with me. Yeah, wanted to spend his life with me and talked about marrying me. Didn't do any of this for me. Exactly. And, like, that's why you can't get in the mindset that all of them are the same. I will say that I do think that all men are assholes. But (laughs) I don't think all of them are, like, some of them are worse than others. Just like I think all women are bitches. But I don't, I think that there are worse bitches than others. Women are crazy. Women are crazy. And some of them are just less crazy. And some of them are super crazy. (laughs) I just think we all have this, like, something, like, in our DNA that makes us stupid. Like, men, like, it's like being an asshole. Yeah. Like, being a jerk for no reason. Or, like, not understanding what you're doing to somebody. But it's, like, there's just a spectrum mm-hmm. of what kind of asshole you are. Just like with women, there's a spectrum of what kind of crazy you are. Like, we're all human beings. We all yeah. do stupid shit. I mean, like, we our, can't help it. All of our brains are stupid, so it's like... <laughs> they really are That's stupid. true. That's so true. I don't know. And then it brings me to, like, you know, even, like, sex. Like, I would talk to my ex about, like, oh... I'm not, I don't like, like, I don't like this, I want you to try this, and I want you to do this, and then I was like, oh, you don't like having sex with me, you think I'm unattractive, and you don't want to have sex with me, and Once I'm again, like, it's back to him. If it's back to him, it's like, oh, okay, well, never mind my thoughts and feelings, and, like, like what I, do what you what I do. want doesn't matter, like, no matter, like, it was in the bedroom, it was in life in general, but, like, the bedroom, like, that's one part, that's one part of your relationship where it's like, I want to please my partner, as well as myself, mm-hmm. and all it was was pleasing him. And I never got anything out of it. And, and that's a miserable existence. It. Yeah, it really is. Because it was like, no part of the relationship was like, could, could, could be about me at yeah. all. Like, every time we did anything, it was about him, no matter what. Like, in life or in the bedroom. It was like, oh, he came. We're good. Right. I'll just go take a shower now. Go get my vibrator, because apparently my boyfriend can't take care of me. <laughs> Sad existence to live. But then that brings me to, like, fuck buddies. Because... You gotta understand when you have a fuck buddy, it's like, you gotta have that conversation. Of not getting attached. Of not getting attached. Right. But I mean, I've had, I've had fuck buddies before that I've got attached to. Like, did you have a conversation with them when yeah, you we, did Yeah, we talked about how we weren't going to get attached, and then we did. We both did. It was the one I dated at Moorhead. Yes. Yeah. So, like, we got attached to each other, and we ended up kind of dating. Right. So it was like, sometimes it happens, like... You can go into it and be like, no feelings at all, and then it happens. Or you can go into it and be like, no feelings, and there's no feelings, and it's perfect. If you if you were, um, like, a fuck buddy with someone and they got feelings for you, would you want them to tell you? Yeah. You think that conversation should be had? Yeah. What about you and, like, you? If you got feelings for someone that you were fuck buddies with, would you tell them? I really don't know. It would depend. It would depend on, It's like, a scary thought, because, like, you don't want It wanna, is. The feeling of, like, you being into someone more than they're into you is terrifying. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, like, I don't know. It Because it would have to be, like, okay, am I enjoying what's going on right now too much to, like, ruin it in case, like, you know, the other person didn't feel the same? Or, like, you know, am I just losing my mind so much that I have to tell that person and then, like, end it? Right. Which is... It would just be where where my brain was. It's kind of a rough position both ways. It is. 
It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> relationships and, you know, anything. Fuck buddies, boyfriends, girlfriends. Everything is just so, like... It's terrifying. Terrifying, and it's so, like, confusing. Because you don't know what somebody else is thinking. And then sometimes I'm like, I want to read minds. And then I'm like, I, I well, don't, don't want to read minds. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. I always, like, said that um, I wanted arranged marriages to come back. Because I just like I, I don't want to. I don't want to have to choose my own marriage first. Or have you seen like the the, the Lifetime show Married at First Sight? No, Where I've definitely seen the commercial for that. I've never watched it. Get married, like they they meet each other the day they get married. I just I hate everything about it. I hate dating. I hate it, and I hate like. Well, I think it's just well. The thing is, like people just have this mindset that like, you know, like. Like The Office, Jim and Pam. Right. Like, you know, That's they met each other and they were in love. And then it was like, oh, this is how you have it. But it's like, sometimes you do have to date. You shouldn't be scared of dating. No. And also, and I also think the mentality that's happening in, like, this generation, here we go again. We're old people, okay? Kids these days. We're 24 and 25. <laughs> We've lived this life. But the mentality of, like, I can date whoever I want and just keep dating. But the fact of it is, like, at, at my point in my life, this is just me personally. Like, I'm not dating just to date. Yeah, I'm not dating just I'm to date I'm 24 years old. Like, if I like you and I like you enough to go on a date, I want to get to know you. And then, right. like, you know, if we don't feel it anymore, then we can stop. And, like, that's another thing. When I when I want to date, I don't like to date, like, 17 people. Right. Like, you know, go on dates with 17 that's people exhausting. in a week. That's I just want to pick a person that I feel like, okay, we have a connection. Maybe we could go on a date and have a good time and right. hang out. You know, go drive around and get to know each other for a while. Or, like, me come over, we watch a movie at, like, your house or my house. And we just hang out and get right. to know each other. But I don't want to, like, have three other people on the side that I'm doing that with. No. I like to... And that's a, another problem with this generation is that they can't focus on one person. Exactly. They don't have an end game. Yeah, and Which even, the end game is, like, spending your life with yeah. someone. And then even if they do have a person, they're like, oh, I, I love them, then... They still have somebody over here that they're flirting with and somebody that they're like, oh, I could also see myself being with you. So. <laughs> Which, like, ruins everything. It ruins everything. So it's like, just just focus on one person for five seconds and see if something could come out of it instead exactly. of being like, oh, maybe there's something better. Maybe there's something better. Because I'm, like, a firm believer in, like, you know, loving people for their flaws. But if you're dating someone and something happens that is clearly, like, a no for you, then be done. Be done. Be done. Don't. It's, it's like, it's not fair to you and it's no. not fair to that person. And that's, like, you don't have to be in a relationship. That's something else. So you can no. live the rest of your life and be alone. Like, the most important thing in life is to love yourself. Exactly. Be positive. Be optimistic. I mean, everybody gets negative on occasion. Mm-hmm. Kid happens. We're humans. But just be optimistic about your life and love yourself. And, like, know your flaws. Love your flaws. Mm -hmm. Love your pros. And, like, you know, just know who you are. Right. Because the fact of it is also, and I know it's, like, super, like, stupid cliche, but the way that you treat yourself and the way that you love yourself sets the standard for the way others will treat you. Like, if you, you, like, truly don't love yourself and you truly think that you're, like, not a good person, then you will settle. (laughs) Alice is coughing in the microphone. (laughs) Then you'll settle for someone who feels the same way about you. It's true. So. It's just, it's just, you gotta, number one step in life is to love yourself. Alice is joking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, and then, of course, that opens the gate for people to, like, cheat on you. That's a whole other level. That's a whole other level. I've also been cheated on by the same person who emotionally abused me, so... A big surprise. Big surprise. 
all of you. Surprise! Surprise! Surprise, Andrew! It's a birthday party. <laughs> inside joke, guys. Sorry. I love inside jokes. I'd love to be a part of one someday. Michael Scott. Michael Scott. <laughs> Michael Scott. Anyway, so yeah, it was terrible. Being cheated on is probably one of the worst things in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, cause it literally like. It fucks it makes you, you, up. Makes you I mean, it makes you feel like you're a piece of shit. Even, like, a year, years later, you're still, you still exactly. think about it. It's been it. years. It's been, like, three years since that happened to me, and it's like, wow, I wasn't good enough. Do you still, like, go go to her page and stuff? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. For sure. I have a, never mind, I'm not going to talk about that. No. <laughs> but I definitely, like, do. Like, sometimes on occasion I just go and I look at what she's saying, what she's talking about, see what she's doing in her life, seeing if she's burning in her You become like invested in another person. Yeah, like, and it's like, a, in the back of my mind... I almost feel like when me and my ex got back together right after that happened, it was, like, just to be in, throw it in her face. Yeah, you told like, me that one day. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved him that. for sure, but it was, like, You told me that I you wanted to prove enough. to yourself Yeah, I wanted to prove could. to myself that I was good enough, and she was a piece of shit, and he wanted me and Instead, not her. right. And the thing is, is, like, when I was being cheated on, I knew something was going on. I, well, I remember, because you were, you were, like, you were in school, yeah. right? We yeah. were in school together I, we were at in that school. point. And yeah. I remember we were in a show. It was Children's Hour. Yeah. And we were backstage, and we were in the hallway, and I remember you on your phone, and I can't remember if you had just found out that he had cheated, or if you had, like, a phone conversation. You were, like, talking to her, or something. Something was happening. You had just found out, or you, it had just been confirmed. And it was just, you were distraught. I was. Like, it. And I had to act. Yeah, it took everything in you to go back on that stage. <laughs> and I remember I was so furious, because I was like, how could he do this to her? He knows how like, important this is Well, did he, like, beg me to get with him? Remember, I wasn't gonna date him. I remember. And then it was like... Oh, but I love you. We're high school sweethearts. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we have to be together. <clears throat> and then I got together with him. We were together for six months, and then he fucked somebody else. I didn't know that. But it was like, yeah. we, the, we Well, yeah, when we were in high school, he cheated on me, too. Oh, okay. I see that. But he made, he made out with somebody in high school that wasn't really having sex. But then, like, then we got back together, and we were together for... Actually, we were together for eight months. And then he had sex with that girl. And then... But we were together for two months after he slept with her. And he's, they slept together three times while we were together. Seriously? But it's like, I knew something was going on the whole time. I was like, something is going on. He's being weird. Like, something's happening. And then he made me feel stupid every time. Manipulation. Then, yeah. And then, but he was, he was manipulation. He ma- manipulated me the whole entire time. To make you feel like an idiot. And then we went on vacation and I saw a phone call from her on his phone. And I was like, I yelled at him in front of all of his friends. And I was like, terrible. And then he made me feel like I was being dumb and that it was an accidental butt call. I'm like... Blah, blah, blah. It made me feel like I was stupid. And I almost left. I almost called a taxi and came back to Louisville. And then, uh, and then we break up. And while while I was at his house right after we got done, like, being intimate with each other. I don't know why I said that. Because I've said sex like seven times. It's okay. After we had sex with each other. And then, we, he broke up with me. And then, this whole thing is really fucked up. And then, I, we break up and then that was like in July. But they had sex in May. So he was with me for two months after he'd already slept with somebody else. And then, in November, on my birthday, on my birthday, I found out, confirmed, okay. that he had slept with her. She told me, because she thought that he was I cheating. I thought that was it, yeah, yeah. He thought that, she thought that he was cheating on her with me. <laughs> Funny. Fuck you, bitch. Right. First of all. And then I was just being really nice to her to, like, get some information out of, of her. Of course. And then, like, he started talking to me, and, like, and then, of course, because. Sorry, guys, my grandma called me in the middle of our recording, so here we go. <laughs> I was sick, I had that blood clot, and I couldn't go back to school. And I lost, I lost, like, remember how much weight I lost? I lost like, yeah, 65 you lost a lot pounds. Of weight. You looked really I was, like, sick. Yeah, I looked really sick. I was, like, 115 pounds, and it was, 
Like, all from, like, not eating and, like, I couldn't eat because I was so sick. And so I was sad and I was depressed and, like, and then he started trying to get back together with me and, like, you know, because I was sad and I was depressed and I had been sick, I couldn't come back to school, so I was just, like, at my mom's on bed rest and I was, like, finally something that might make me happy. And I feel like he used that to his advantage. Oh, I'm sure. He saw his way (laughs) in. Like, he saw you were weak, literally. And then, well, what's really fucked up is that I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll give him another chance. And then we started hanging out again. And then, come to find out, she was going to his house still after work when we were supposed to be talking to date and they were having sex. And he said, I just can't let her go. I love her so much. I still got back together. He with said her. that to you? Yeah, it was all terrible. No, and then he told me that I asked him why he cheated on me. Why would you do this to me? And he said, I was just more physically attracted to her. He told you that? He literally told me that your face? Yep, to my face. To my face. And one time he only he told me he only liked me from the waist down. Which is crazy because I have some good testicles. So <laughs> can confirm. Can 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 confirm. <laughs> I'm looking at them right now. We're podcasting we're, naked. <laughs> we find it's more it's more open. It's more way. it's you know, we're more it's open. It's more real experience. It's real experience naked podcasting. This is why we're single. Yeah. This, <laughs> this, this is, is why, why we're single. Alone. <laughs> this, this is why we're alone. That's that's brutal. I didn't know no, that. No, yeah, he said all kinds of terrible. So okay, stuff to me. let me get the timeline correct in my brain, and also for those listening, um, you were dating and he cheated on you, right? And then you broke up, and then you got really sick, and then I couldn't go back to school, and you couldn't go back to school, so you were here alone. You were very vulnerable. Yeah, he knew this. All my friends were in more heads. Right, and he tried to get back together with you, but then you found out once again that he was continuing to, to have sex with, with her. He said he was kept telling me he needed closure, so they were talking after work. Excuse me. Closure yeah. means closing your uh, legs. Yeah, closing your <laughs> legs and then not penetrating somebody with your tiny penis. <laughs> Got off on a tangent. <laughs> it's okay. So anyway, and then what happened? You Did you, like, break it off with him again? Nope. I was an idiot. It was all stupid. I was really dumb. I just kept, like... Hey, just, I just like, have to have him want me, and I'm not the type of person. You didn't tell me any of this. Probably because you knew I would Yeah, because I'm not the type you of person. Because yeah, you're not. not. You're, like, a strong... You're a strong independent yeah. woman. And he, ne- like, for some reason, he made me weak. Well, I mean, the fact of the matter is, he was your first love. He, I think that's, and he was my first, he took my virginity. Right. You know, like, all that stuff. You had, like, it was you had like, a, like, a shit ton of history. Yeah. So it was like, I just want him to want me. I just want to be wanted. You wanted to prove to yourself and to him that, you know, he wanted you. That he wanted me and I was worth it. I was and worth something. And he could something. be with you. And, like, he just kept fucking her on the side when we were supposed to be talking and he was having sex with me, too. And it was like... And then he was telling me these terrible things about why he cheated on me because he was more physically attracted to her. And blah, blah, blah. He was more emotionally attracted to me. And believe it or not, I feel like that happens a lot with the people I'm with. It's like, yeah. Okay, I have, have like, they, they like my personality and they think I'm funny and, like, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, they find somebody that's prettier than me and then they cheat on me. Because even the guy I dated at Moorhead cheated on me. Right. So it's like... Who was that with? Don't say the name. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steven? His name was Steven? His name was Steven. He cheated on me with Steven. <laughs> I see now. Yeah, and it was all very embarrassing. No, oh. but I mean, it is embarrassing. It's, it's very I mean, embarrassing. in real life. I, and, like, I'm, well, and he made me feel bad about stuff that was ridiculous. He was, he was one for the books. He was one for the books. And the thing is, is like, I don't feel like he did any of it on purpose. Like, I know he didn't. He I think did he just couldn't, he couldn't help it. That's just who he is. And, like, I have no, I mean, I do have some anger, but, like, I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to hate somebody. Right. I'm not going to let him have that power over me no. where, like, it's going to be in my brain for the rest right. of my life, because screw it. Because the fact of the matter is, right now, you are not on his mind. No. 
I'm not. And you probably haven't been for a very long time. I haven't been for a long, probably since we've been dating. Right. Since the beginning. I mean, they don't, I mean, someone who's a narcissist and just doesn't care. They have no empathy, no emotional value in mm-hmm. anything. Well, I mean, the whole time, like, we were together, it was like I was cheating on him. Every every day, it was like, if I if I talked to any guy friend, it was like, oh, I'm, I'm automatically having sex with him. And that's And I was ridiculous. like, I couldn't have friends. I couldn't have friends. And he was with you 24 hours on us. Oh, what's even crazier is that my, like, one of my best friends from work, that's a woman, he thought that I was having sex with her. He literally asked, like, was like, oh, you're... Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, really? Yeah. He, he still thinks that we are. <laughs> That's, that is, that is like a prime example of someone who I can't like have any friends. stuff up in their brain. Yeah, I couldn't have any friends. If my, if my life had to revolve around him, like if it didn't, then I was a piece of shit. Right. And we're talking about her most recent ex. Yeah, most not recent the one ex. From Not the one from Warhead. Which is still crazy. The one from Warhead was also a prime example of a manipulator. Yeah, like. I just have really great taste in men. <laughs> Um, Maybe you should just start over. They like to just really hurt me. <laughs> Why I don't... I tend to not date people and I tend to just to do you know, stuff. You know, walls and shit. I tend to waltz and dance. And... Waltz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Relationships are hard. They really are. And it's I like, hate it. I mean, I and it. the thing is, like, everybody just... But with relationships, it's like they want the relationship to start before the relationship even starts. You know what I mean? It's like not about getting to know somebody. It's not about they want to like, skip all that. Let's go on a date. Let's get to know each other. Let's see if we could date. Let's see if we could be boyfriend and girlfriend. It's like you have to find somebody that you want to be boyfriend and girlfriend with, or it's enough. I just don't understand why you would want to skip those moments that are so important. I know. Like the moments of like the moment Memory. you first realize that hey, I could be with this person, yeah. and the yeah. moment you realize like hey, I am in love with this person. Why yeah. do you want to skip those? And then the moment we're like hey, let's move in together. Like you know, yeah. the, there's like a span of things that you should go through before like you even get married. Or I have think a it's child. important to follow that timeline. It is, and that's not what people do anymore. They jump no. into stuff, and then I think that's another reason why relationships end up being yeah. like crazy, because people jump into stuff before they like really understand what they're jumping into. And like, I understand, like, I sometimes want to skip to the phase of, like, I'm laying on your couch covered in mustard and pizza and in your sweatpants, yeah. and you still love me. Like, I would love to yeah. skip to that. Like, you know, with my I, hair in a bun, my glasses on. Yeah, and I'm like, like, I don't care what I look like, and I know you don't care because you still love me. I'd love to skip to that. Yeah. But, but also, I want to stay on the phone with someone for six hours. Yeah, I want to, like, make myself, I want to fix my hair right. and make myself look pretty for somebody, and then, like, you know... Eventually and have them notice. Have them notice and be like, wow, wow, you Jade. Put effort you put effort yeah. in and you look beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you you are effort. sexy as fuck. <laughs> like, you know, like stuff like that. Because like that's stuff that you remember, like when you are old and married and on the couch. And like I remember pants. this time when so-and-so made me feel beautiful. Exactly. And like, you know, narcissistic emotional abusers don't make you feel beautiful. No, me They gosh. make you feel ugly and tell you that you're disgusting and you don't take care of yourself. So that's the things that they tell you. <laughs> Even if you do put in the effort. Even to if be you beautiful. do put in the effort. And, like, you know, you buy some sexy lingerie and try to wear it for them, and they don't say anything. I had this really nice white lingerie uh, thing that I bought uh, for him. Sorry. <laughs> Ghost hiccup. Ghost hiccup. I had this really sexy white lingerie thing that I went and I bought, and I was like, mm, he's gonna love it. We're gonna have a great night. I'm gonna cook dinner. I'm gonna make some, like, fried chicken, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, I made fried chicken, I made mashed potatoes, and I made, like, Mac and cheese and all kinds of stuff. And sorry, it was like, guys, we gotta go. Me and sorry, Jade are gonna go. <laughs> Jade's gonna put on her white lingerie and cook me dinner. So, but he didn't even say anything. He literally ate and went to bed. 
I was like, I did this for you. And I, ma- I was trying to make myself look sexy. And like, just tell me, hey, Jade. You look nice. You look sexy. Dinner was good, thank you. Dinner was great. Thank you. Now let's go to the bedroom and let me show you how much I really appreciate you. Right. But I didn't get any of that from my boyfriend. Your wife material? No. A little bit. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> False news. <laughs> Not wife material. I just, it's, I don't know. I just want that timeline. I think it's yeah, important. Want, it is important. I don't know. I don't know why we want to skip it so bad or why people want to just jump to this. And I also think, like, you jump from just throwing yourself into a relationship and then moving in together and it's, like, the worst mistake of your life. Yeah, no. Yeah. Me and Josh were together, back together for... Oh, fuck. Me and, uh... <laughs> me and no-name boyfriend. Me and Job. I said Job. Me and Job. We were together for six months and then... We moved in with each other, and, uh... At, at the negativity of all your friends and family. Yeah, at, nobody wanted us to do it. Like, I literally got, tried to get talked down, like, seven times, and I was like, oh, and so in love, and, oh, gag. Yep. And then it was terrible. It wasn't terrible the whole entire time, and that's how they get you. Right. Because it's like, finally, this guy that you've been wanting to be, like, telling you that you're pretty, and, tra- like, all this stuff, like, they finally say it. And then they really get you, and then they stop saying it, and they stop doing it. Then you're it. already in the, live with it, living with them. Like you're and they know, and they deep. know, they know that they got you now, so they don't have to try anymore. I just, and also, like, just to escalate that to, to, like, extreme abuse, like, that's what happens when they want you to have, like, a joint bank account. Yep. Or they want you to, like, not have your own car. Or they want, that's how they control you. Yep. It's, it's all about control for those people. It is. The people that emotionally abuse you, it's all about control, whether it's a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. It's all about control with the narcissistic. Right. Like, they want you to have, people. like, one phone account where they can, like, get into your phone and yeah, see they what can, you're doing. Yeah, they want to be logged into your Instagram account on their phone. Right. They, they want to be know your logged into your Twitter. They want to know the password for your phone. Yeah. They want to look at your texts every day. Like, and relationships are trust. Right. And it's like, and, and if you I, can't trust someone, then why be with them? Yeah, and I'll say that, like, I definitely have some trust issues from all the people that I've right. been with, but well, I'm mean, not gonna bring that given. shit and be like, let me see your phone every day and let me know no. where, like, well, the one thing I really like to know in a relationship is, like, just tell me where you're going. Let me know that you're okay. If you go out with your friends, let me know when you leave and let me know when you get home. Right, yeah. That's one thing that I, I like to have. Like, if you don't tell me when you get home, I'm just gonna think that you're dead. Right. Me so, this morning when you didn't get up, I was like, Jade's not home and she's dead. <laughs> Jade's, Jade's in a ditch this morning when I didn't come home. Oh, wow. Where, well, where was I? <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. I brought you some Dunkin' Donuts. I just, I don't know. And like, and like we've said a million times, women do it too. No, they do. Hardcore. They hardcore do it. They want to be, hey, boyfriend, let me have your Instagram on my phone. Boyfriend, let me look at your phone every time you go to bed. Let me know who all your friends are. Let me know who your friends are. Let me know who you're with. You got a girlfriend, can't be friends with that girl anymore. See, women can be crazy. But also on the opposite side of the spectrum, and I say this like with a grain of salt, if you're with someone who has been through this, be understanding. If they, if, I mean, they're not crazy if they if they had have been cheated on. They're not crazy for thinking that it could happen again. Exactly, and you got to keep that. You got to know, like, hey, my partner obviously has relationship like trust issues, right? And but if you like them enough and you know that you like them and it's worth it to you, right. Then you gotta be respectful. Like, hey, if they if they like want you to the whole thing about having trust issues and about having anxiety or depression is like it's constant reassurance. They want the reassurance that hey, I'm here and I want you. Exactly. Hey, I'm here. Like when they and then they call you and they're like, "Where are you? Tell them where you're at. 
Tell them who you're with. Because it's just about reassurance. Like, hey, this person wants me, only me, loves or likes me yeah. enough to tell me this stuff. And also, if you're with someone like that, it's so easy to make them feel... I don't know what the word is, like, affirm, like, an affirmation in their yeah. selves. Like, if they wake up and you've left them a note on the kitchen table saying, I love you, I hope you have a good day. Like, that's an, that could almost be enough for them to be like, this person is different than any, Yeah, you I mean, know, it's just like, pe- people with. make the mistake to assume that, like, your partner wants you to buy them extravagant gifts. and like, it's bring untrue. Bring me a new PlayStation 4 and I'll love you forever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We all know we're jades. Oh, my mind's on a PlayStation. Yeah, here new, I was new PlayStation like, Four. Bring me that. I'll be a girlfriend for life. Bring me diamonds. Bring me diamonds. No, it, like it's just like a note. Like, hey, I wake up. You stayed the night, but you had to leave early, or like you're living with me. Either way, and it's like, write me a little note that says, "Hey, Jade, I hope you slept well. Like, have I hope day. you have a great day, and I and like I really appreciate your existence in the right. world." And, like, you know, draw me a picture. Like, I mean, even if it's the most hideous thing I've ever seen, you took I'm going to fucking seconds. frame it. Yeah, you took 45 <laughs> seconds of your day to do something where you thought me. about someone yeah. other than yourself that you, like, you're supposed to be in love with or you like or you yeah. have feelings for. Or it's even, like, if you are living with someone, when they come home after work and you've done the dishes. Yeah. Or you've swept the floor or you've done the laundry or you've made the bed. Like, it's little things to let them know that hey, I realize that you work hard, yeah. and I realize that you're tired, and I want to do this for you. It's literally the smallest of things. No, like, I used to tell my ex, like, hey, go buy, you know, go buy Kroger and get me, like, a $3 rose. And that would, like, Baffle my whole him. day would have been made with a $3 rose. Or not even the $3 rose, the priceless note on the table that said, Jade, I love you. I hope you have a fantastic day. Yeah. Like, it's just... The mindset of people today is astounding to me. Right. Uh, the mindset of people today <laughs> is astounding to me. <laughs> Pushes up glasses. Pushes glasses back. And also it kind of goes with people that you're not even dating yet. Like, if you're talking to someone, you want to feel like they're invested in yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, even if, like, you guys aren't dating, you haven't said, like, you love each other yet, you're just simply talking to them. You want them to feel invested in you. It's no, important. It is. It's important. I want them to, like, tell me I look pretty or write me a note or, like, you know. Or, like, text me something ridiculous, like, do you think penguins have a British accent? Exactly. Because they wear tuxedos <laughs> all their life. Like James Bond. I think that. <laughs> I think that. And if someone texted that to me, I'd be like, I'm in love with you. Already. And I do think they have Talk British accents. Talk to me accents. about penguins and my panties will drop. Well, okay. Actually, <laughs> that was an example, so... <laughs> But, like, it's just, like, the mundane things. It's, like, texting me at 4 a.m. being, like, not being, like, hey, are you awake? Yeah, but, like, hey, I was thinking about you and, you know. I hope you have a good day. I hope you have a good day. Like, or, like I, I love well. your red hair. Or, like, your blue what? eyes. <laughs> or, like, your gravity-defying boobies. You know, something like that. Selfie. But, like. Selfie. <laughs> I just, it's just the little things. And I just don't think people understand that. I think people are so caught up in today, like, just doing so much for someone that, it proves your love. That doesn't prove anything. No. It proves that you have money and it proves that you can buy them things to I don't, make them I don't stay. have a thing for material things. I mean, I'm not going to say I don't enjoy, like, if somebody bought, things. if somebody bought me, like, a nice diamond necklace, I would uh, love it. I would love I, it. I, I would love that <laughs> necklace. I would love it so much. <laughs> the heart of the ocean. <laughs> the heart of the ocean. Near it's been 85 years. <laughs> it's been 85 years. <laughs> That's where we are in our relationships. 
It's true in 85 years. <laughs> 85 years. Well, I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> you were talking about, like, having extravagant Oh, yeah, like, gifts. I don't need somebody to give me material things. Like, I mean, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice, like, if I got something, I wouldn't be like, no, I mustn't have this diamond necklace. How like, dare I, you? How dare you give me a material object? Give me cardboard. Give me cardboard for free. <laughs> but, I mean. Yeah, it's like, it's nice to get, but, like, my, my relationship stuff is like, write me a note. Give me a $1 Rose. Give me, like, something that's not gonna cost you, like, a shit ton of money just Make because me... you think that that's gonna prove your love to me. Your love to me is telling me you love me every day, at least and once. And showing it. Tell me, I, ooh, I don't think I told you this. So we were trying to work stuff out, my ex. We were talking about things we wanted each other to do. And mine was, you know, at least once a day, tell me you love me and you think I'm beautiful. To make me feel good. That was my one thing. One thing I asked. Was to tell me you love me every day and tell me you think I look beautiful. Mm-hmm. I got it once, and it was a joke. What do you mean it was a joke? He laughed. He said it and laughed. And he asked me three things that was like, do the dishes and, like, all this random stuff. To prove that you to love prove, him? Yeah, to prove that I love him. And mine was, tell me you love me at least once a day and tell me you think I look beautiful. Got it once. He laughed. It was very hurtful, and I cried. That's how much of a joke I was in that relationship. I just don't... People, man. People, man. People, man. Pe- people. But, like, that's just something you can do. Like, I don't need you to buy me a big gift. Tell me you love me and you think I'm pretty. That would make me happy for the rest of my life. And mean it. Mean it. Yeah, if you mean it. That would make me happy forever. I like positivity. And that's the thing. I've always been so positive. Like, you know, you went to school with me. You've known me for a long yeah. time. I've always been so positive. Mm-hmm. And then I got in that relationship... And it brought me down. I changed. You changed a lot. Like, think about how much more I'm like myself now. Yeah, you are. And I remember specifically, like, texting you when you were really upset. And it just, like, broke my heart because I knew that's not who you were. No. And you, it wasn't who you were at all. And it made me... I was so furious with him. And I know you could tell I was very mad at him. But I never wanted to, like, say anything because I knew that you loved him. And I knew that he had, like, this hold on you. But I... I very much hated him. <laughs> Everyone Because he him. changed you completely. He did. Like... And I let him. I mean, that's that's another thing that it's partly my mm-hmm. fault. I'm not going to say that every single part of everything was his fault. I, I let it happen. Right. And like my my whole life, like I've always been so positive, and I've always been like, I love theater. I love getting in front of people, and I like you love life. I love life. Like I was, I loved life. You did. You loved just being a part of it. Yeah, I just love being a part of anything and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, so like, let's go do it. Let's go get it. Like every time right. you talk to me, I'm like, let's fucking do it, Hannah. Right. Let's fucking do it because it's life, and yeah. we only live it once. Exactly. And then I get together with this guy, and I'm like, oh, negative, and I'm gonna sleep and cry life all day. Life isn't worth anything. Life isn't worth anything. What does it matter? Yeah. What does anything matter? And then, I mean, now, I mean, like, even, like, when I was doing theater and I was acting and stuff, he made me feel like, like, and I, I, I maybe I would have actually pursued it. Maybe I would have right. pursued acting if he didn't make me feel like theater was pointless. Right. And, like, make me feel like, okay, if I'm with this guy for the rest of my life, he's going to make me a laughing stock because I'm actually attempting Which to also this. brings up a whole other point. If you love someone, you support them no matter no, what. No, you support I their mean, hobbies. Yeah, if their hobby is drug dealing and, like, meth, don't support that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're also into meth. I mean, if you're into meth, too, I mean, then I guess... It's not a big deal. You do, you it's, boo-boo. It's not, it's not a big deal. <laughs> just do <laughs> meth. <laughs> we say. But, like, if it's something so mundane to them, if it's just something so little as they're obsessed with teacup poodles, then you... <laughs> You you support them in that. Like, you go out and you buy them a teacup, teacup poodle. poodle. Like, if you think it's the most ridiculous thing. Are you taking thing, them to the teacup poodle 
show Museum. where all the fucking teacup poodles are just walking around on leashes. You support them. You show them that even if you think it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Ridiculous, yeah. Ridiculous. A waste of time, a waste of money. Even if you think that. Literally everything that he said to me. A waste of time, a waste of about money. About theater, it, the job I had at school where I was, we were building sets and we were painting stuff, all of it was not real and pointless. And all the stuff I did, like all the hard work we put into those shows and all the hard work we did acting and everything that we did, pointless. Even if you don't understand something, it doesn't that's, make it any less. That's literally of, months and hours and hours you and spent hours uh, of my life. That's exactly. months of my that, life. That was your life. That was my life. My whole life was doing that theater yeah. stuff. And, he and made it was me important feel like, to you. Yeah, it was Im- and you were good at it. That's the thing. It was important to me. Exactly. And you were good at it. And like, he didn't care. No. Malarkey. That means bullshit. But then I went to his ridiculous stuff that I didn't think was cool at all, and I, like, just supported him because I knew that he loved it, and I think it's all ridiculous, yeah. but I was very nice. And that's where my life is. Or well, was. Well, anymore. It's where it was. Not anymore. I am doing quite fine right now. She is. Being positive Jade again, coming back to myself. Love Still it. have the random negative moments, but I am that's living. slowly but surely getting back to who I was three years ago. Applaud. Everyone applaud. applaud. Everyone applaud. And I'm also not sure if we've talked about this. You can tell me if we have. But, like, if you see someone who is in that kind of relationship, don't think that it's their fault for staying in it. Yeah, we didn't talk about this yet. Don't don't think, like, the reason I stayed, like, is I knew that this, like, in the back of my mind, I knew that that it was happening. I knew that he was emotionally abusing me. He was calling me names. Mm -hmm. And I knew that he was bringing me down and making me feel like that. And I knew it. Even though your friends told you and your family told you. Yeah, everyone would tell me, but I knew... But I just couldn't accept it. Like, it's it's about, like, people... It's, like, change. Going from being with somebody for that long, and then it's, it's like... It's terrifying. Change, it's terrifying. And then it's, like, you love this person so much, and you keep remembering all the good stuff that they did before. And it's, like, keep holding on to that good stuff. To be, like, How oh, well, it may they be. weren't always like this. Like, and then it's, like, you just... You're holding on to that so hard. And you just don't want to believe that you just wasted so much time on this person and that right. this person that you love so much is like this. And it's like you just want it to change. And you're so hell hopeful that, like, everything's going to be better. Mm-hmm. And then it never gets better. Right. So if you see someone who is in a relationship like this, don't think that they don't realize it. No, they know what's they going know. on. And, like, something important is, like, support them. Talk to them. Let them talk to you. Even if you're so annoyed with the and fact that, And you're so tired like, of hearing you know, it. Tired about hearing about it. Tired about everything. You just gotta listen to them talk because them venting helps them so much. And also, I'll say one of the reasons that I was so able to get out of my situation was my friends and me talking about it. Because mm-hmm. the more I talked about it, the more that I understood that this was happening. Mm-hmm. And I needed to leave. Because, like... If you say if, it, it becomes real. If I real. say it, like, y'all said it to me all the time. Yeah. But I had to keep saying it. I had to keep venting. I had to keep talking about it for me to understand. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's so important to, like, listen and give advice if you can. Like, or if you don't know and you feel like, like, you shouldn't say anything, then don't. Just listen and be a, yeah. a supporter. And, like, another important thing is, like, the people who have, they're more prone to suicide. I've said that already. So it's, like, important. Like, get the suicide hotline, hotline number. Like, you can look up on Google, like, wherever you're at. And you can search for, like, the domestic abuse hotline in your area. And you can call... And they can talk to a professional or somebody that's, like... Someone who's not invested. Somebody who's unbiased, yeah. who, like, can listen and give them some actual advice. And it won't be embarrassing them. for them yeah, to say these Yeah, because it's somebody things. they don't know. Yeah. So it's, like, you just... You have to be informed and you, like... It's the people you love that go through this. Yeah. So, like, you just gotta be there for them. And, like, and it, um, there's been plenty of situations. Like, I was reading statistics and, like, 
people that have, like, women that leave domestic, not domestic, but uh, emotional abuse relationships, when they leave, that's when the men are more prone to, like, attack them. Like, yeah. kill them or beat them. Which and, like, emotional fun. abuse is the first step to physical. Physical abuse, yeah. So, like, you gotta read those signs and get out before it gets that far. Mm-hmm. Before you get hit. Even if it's hitting you on an accident or hitting you because they were drunk and they didn't know. And they didn't mean it. And they didn't mean sorry. to do it. And they're sorry and they tell you they're sorry. It's a little snowball. It is. Yeah, it's just a little thing at a time. It's like all this until stuff. Until it escalates until you're already in the until you're it. Until you're fucking dead. Yeah. That's really. what happens. And men, women that leave, and like that's another thing, women are scared to leave. Mm-hmm. In either situation, in like physical or emotional, they're scared because like when they leave, how is he going to react? Exactly. What's he going to do? Because, like, emotional abuse, too, like, I mean, they, they might not hit you, but sometimes they come close. Yeah. And it feels like it. It feels like it. Even if, like, I mean, then they're like, oh, I'm not going to do that, and blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah. It really feels like it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're terrified to leave. Yeah. And then, like, I read that, you know, women that leave the situation, that's when they're more likely to be attacked by the men. Mm-hmm. But, and also, like, women... No, and then yeah. they're women. Sometimes are crazy. They are. I mean, statistically, it's high. It is higher. It's higher for, for but women. it happens. Like I, like I know people that like I know guy friends who have literally been threatened by their girlfriend that they were gonna like beat him up or yeah. like hit him, and you don't yeah. say that to the person you love. Yeah. No matter if you're a man or a woman, that's like that's an, another equality thing that I was talking about earlier. Like I mean, if a woman punches the shit out of your face, then okay, well, let's let's restrain her. Like, right, yeah. But you don't need to hit a woman just no. because, or, like, whatever, because, like, I, I remember I keep watching these terrible videos of, like, men, like, hitting women, yeah. like, in the parking lot and stuff. And, and it's like, people in the she's comments justifying yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're justifying it. Like, and it's oh, like, she is called for it. She but you have this face. skinny yeah. little 100-pound girl and this man that's, like, 200 pounds. He could literally restrain her and she wouldn't be able to hit him anymore. Right. Why knock her out? Yeah. I'm sure that punch really didn't hit you that, hurt you that bad. Like, yeah. Maybe your ego. And it's, like, people that... Like, one time I saw this video of this old woman sitting there, and this child, like, this teenager came up and pushed her into the fountain that she was sitting on. Why? People are awful. Why? Why are... And everyone's so terrible to each other. Now we're getting off on a tangent. Yeah, we are. Anyway, (laughs) back to relationships. I just want everybody to love each other and not be so negative. Why can't we be friends? 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 That's beautiful. Thanks. I don't know what the rest of the words are. I, I don't either. Like, I just say, like, like, why can't we be friends? That's the only part anymore. Oh, we were like, if you see someone who's being abused. Yeah. Okay. Don't and be annoyed th- by them. No. No, no, no. Listen to them. You gotta understand what they're going through. Yeah. You gotta, like, be there for them. But, like, if you see some signs of physical abuse, you need to call somebody. Yeah. Because they're never gonna leave on their no. own. And they'll be dead. And then it also comes back to, like, if they do have a joint bank account. Like, if they are married and they only have one car and he has yeah, that house. Yeah, I mean, house. like, but you see, like, the joint bank account, like, I, if I ever get married, I would want to have a joint bank account, but then our own. Own separate, So, yeah. like, make, you know, like, we But we if get you're paid, with someone manipulative, they won't let they you. They won't let you have your own. They would probably have their own and then, and our then, sep- yeah. then ours. And so then if you do, if you are like, I do want to get out of this, then you're, you have no money, you have no house, you have no car. You you're have homeless. nothing. And then also, he's, like, tore you away from your friends, so you have no friends. No friends, yeah. And you cannot let that happen. Let me tell you how much you need your friends. So it's like, I keep looking at the microphone like I'm talking to it. Let me tell you how much you need friends. <laughs> Like, you need them. Like, you can't let this person control you so much that you're freaking 
alone. That you're alone. Because, like, once once it does end, if you finally make the decision to leave, you have no one. Mm-hmm. Don't let them take your friends. Don't let them take your family. Don't, don't let that happen. Mm-hmm. Just love each other. Love each Go other, Go on man. dates. Learn how yeah. to interact with human beings. Also, if you... This is a tangent. Uh, go ahead, go. Let's do it. If you like someone, fucking tell them, man. Like, okay, there are, there are, like, stipulations to every reason. But, like, I don't know. I just, in this life that we live, which is only one, too, too short, man. Too short. I just feel like if you're into someone, you should tell them. But that's just me. Jake could feel differently. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see the look she's giving me right now. <laughs> she told me to go on this tangent. I just, I don't know. I just, it's no, just I mean, totally, I, it's not socially acceptable, though, which makes me upset. I always wondered what would happen if you just went up to someone and you kissed them right on the mouth. That's a I'll try it one day. Film it. I mean, I just always wonder what would happen. Film it. Film it. <laughs> Film it. Prank call. Prank call. No. I, I, I agree. I think you should tell, like, I mean, it's, it is one life, but it's like... It's, t- it's, it's terrifying. terrifying. It's it, terrifying. It will never happen. We could tell people to do that a thousand times. It will times. never happen. It will never we happen. We live because, in that kind of world. Because it's like going up and being like, hey, I think I might have feelings for you. We should go on a date. Oh, what? Like, it's like the reaction. Like, <laughs> I don't oh, want somebody what? to be like, no. what? What's that over there? Let me go walk over here. And <laughs> ignore the fact that you just told me your heart and soul. So I know. I just, maybe it's just, that's just it's more of a wish. It is a wish. That's more of a wish. I wish As the wish, world were well, different. Well, I wish that I could, like, say it and then see the reaction, and then it's like, not the reaction. Take it back. Like, take it back. <laughs> take it back, pretend, like, you know, and then you, like, he or she wouldn't remember what you said, you know? Right. It's like, oh, take it back. Or, but I also lived in a world like, now where it was like, you could tell someone that you had feelings for them. Or and then it could just be okay. And they'd be like, oh, thank you, oh, but okay, I'm not feeling you like, and then, oh. Then we could both be okay. Do you realize that we just didn't really even say anything? <laughs> we were like, how to dip it? What we just said, translation, was like, <laughs> you could just be up to somebody and be like, hey, I like you, and then they could say either, well, I like you too, or they could be like, oh, I really appreciate it, but I don't quite feel the same, and then life could go on without either like, one oh, of you okay, being like, thanks. you know. And then nothing changed. Yeah, nothing changed. Why does things have to change? I don't know, because people, they're, because we have brains, and brains are dumb. They are dumb. We also have hearts, and hearts are also dumb. Hearts are dumb. <laughs> What I was thinking of a song. That I, can't I feel remember. like too. I feel like there is one. There's a song that says, sounds kind of sounds like that. Say 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 say, say oh, say god. say stutter. Oh god. Sh- 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 stutter. Hots and hots. There's a song. Did it's I bug me. Did I stutter? Did you lose your mind, boy? Cause I'll help you find <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm never more attracted to you than right yeah. now when you're standing. I got my sunglasses on too. In the house. Cause I'll help you find it. But anyway, on a lighter note, Jade is better. She's I am there. I am better, and that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to have this because I guess I wanted to talk about my experience and talk about all this shit and like let you know that there there are different you you don't have to live your life like that. No, you don't. You don't have to live your life like you that. You can live your life however you want. It's your life, your choice, your decision. But just know that it's only one life, mm-hmm. and you only live it once. It's short. It's sweet. It's to the point. Yeah. Every day or closer to death. You're so scary. No. <laughs> and also, they're just like, and even like with my little story, that is nothing in comparison to Jay. It's like there are different levels of, of like feeling this way, of feeling kind of uncomfortable with situations, 
or feeling like you owe someone something. There are different levels to it. For sure. Because mine, like I said, mine wasn't as extreme as Jade's. But, like, it was also, like, another example of how things can take a turn for something that you're not expecting. No. You gotta, like, get to know people. Human it's the timeline. It's the timeline. You need the timeline instead of trying to jump and be like, oh, this person that I'm obsessed with, I love them. I must be with them now yeah. because I'm in love with them right this moment. And if I don't you, move in with them, then I'll be gone. You don't know somebody enough before you actually date them. Mm-hmm. You don't know anyone until you date them and live with them. And, like, that's, you don't know them. And you mm-hmm. have to have those timeline and those important moments throughout your relationship to really have something strong and worth yeah. fighting for. Like Laura and Anthony. Yeah. Shout out Names. to Lauren Anthony. Names, but they don't care. Lauren Anthony relationships magnificent. Yeah, Nothing, perfect. So. You guys you guys are perfect for each other. Do they listen? Yeah. I love you guys. I love you guys too. Um but yeah, and like also the factor is like I keep saying that. The fact is the, the fact is the fact of the matter is humans are so complex. They are. Like if you sat and talked to someone for six hours straight, you would not know you would know barely anything about them. Something so minuscule about them. You know, it's like, you know, think about how, like, how long it takes to really, like, connect with somebody. Like, even me and you, like, I met you, and we weren't, it took us a little bit to be best friends. <laughs> it took us two months in the same math class to yeah. even notice we exactly. were in the same math class. So it's like, and, like, even Laura, like, you know, I didn't know Laura, and, like, you know, once I knew her for a couple months and I got to know her, I realized she was the love of my life. Right, yeah. So it's like... it's But also, that gives you hope that, like, you can meet someone and not even realize how big of a part of your life they're going to exactly. become. Exactly. Well, what's funny is I hated her, so that's always really funny because... Well, I, well, I was terrified of you. Oh, I remember you told me I that. I thought you were the scariest person in the world. Why did you think I was so scary? You're just so intimidating. How? I think it's your face. What? I'm just kidding. I don't know. You just, like, you were so sure of yourself and you were already, like, in the department and you were already, like, established and everyone loved you. I just thought you were terrifying. I was just the best actress and I was so good at my job. <laughs> I mean, you were. So you, like, good. you command a room when you walk into it. Like, I remember being in math class before I even knew you and I would hear your squeaky rain boots coming down the hallway <laughs> because you were always late to class. <laughs> You were always late to class. And you didn't, but the thing is, like, you didn't give a shit. Like, you were walking down the hallway in your squeaky rain boots, and you had that big, giant, obnoxious umbrella, and you would, like, shake it out in the hallway. Like, you were so loud. But, like, you didn't give a fuck. And, like, I gave so much of a fuck. Like, I would show up to class 10 minutes early because I was terrified of walking in in front of people. Like, I let people call me Hannah Magard, which is not how you pronounce my last name at all, because I was terrified of correcting them for, like, a year. Right. But like that's why I was really intimidated about you because you didn't you didn't give a shit. Well, but now I also don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't give a shit. So it's Jane fine. taught me not how to give a shit. I did. I taught Hannah a lot. I corrupted her. You did. Forty two vodka gummy bears later. You're welcome. Thanks. Eat a vodka gummy bear. <laughs> Anthony, your life is like a search and find. <laughs> Anthony, I don't know if you remember that. I always think about that birthday party where Laura was so messed up and like we were trying to do that. Scavenger hunt, and she was like reading them, and she was like, "Yep, I wish I wish y'all could see my face because it's perfect." And then I was like, "Maybe it's in your favorite movie, Moulin Rouge." She picked up the wrong. And then movie. she picked up the wrong movie. We were that was a great night. That was I was like, why would they? She was so messed up, and they just tried to make her do that. Anyway, off on a tangent. tangent. This is what happens when me and Jade get together. It's this is literally an hour's worth of us. That, that, that ranting. Just, <laughs> I feel like that was that the night you penetrated me. No. What night was that? <laughs> okay. First of all, for the listeners out there, I didn't really. 
penetrator. We were in a show together, and Jade, I don't know if you came up with this thing. No, we, like, Andrew, oh. Another name. Another name. Somebody that I know, would like, had this game where, like, we would just poke each other's butts, and it was called Concho. And you do it, it just... You just do it, like, to each other. It was just ridiculous. It was just funny. And I had never done it before, of course. And she was trying to poke my butt. And And she'd been over at the same time. And then she... Had my first lesbian experience. (laughs) That was the first time me and Hannah, like, you know. (laughs) But it was so funny because I stood up real fast and I was like, you just penetrated me. First lesbian oh, experience. No. And from then on, I knew we were meant to be together. Forever. I don't know. I just, I don't know. And also, this does kind of go back to, like, the support system that you create around you to help you yeah. get out of these kind of situations. Because I don't know, I literally laid on my couch and cried about the whole situation that I talked to you guys about at the beginning of this, about my ex-boyfriend. And Jade and Laura Lee would sit on the couch and be like, Hannah, you don't like him. Yeah. Break up with him. Like, you clearly are not happy. Yeah. And I would just try to be like, oh, but he's so nice, like, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, Hannah, you're sitting here denying his phone calls, denying his FaceTimes. You don't want to be yeah, with him. Yeah, you get annoyed every time he sends you something in the mail. And you're exactly. afraid that he's going to show up at the house. So you shouldn't live you like that. You don't want to be with somebody that you're afraid is going to exactly. show up at the house. And, like, the reason, and, like, they're, like, one of the reasons why I was like, you're right. Because, like, I trusted them immensely. I mean, I was living with them, and, I don't know, we just were perfect and it just is like you create the support system for a reason because they literally are like your not like an angel on your shoulder but they're like the voice of reason hardcore no it's true it is true you need your friends and like even relationships like that like friendships you gotta have that timeline with them too like the Mm -hmm. concho moment like that's a good memory in our friendship where it's like Yep. Something we think about. Something we know. And we even if about. you guys don't think it's funny, we think it's hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, And we have so funny. many of these moments that are, like, probably not really Yeah, we're funny always like, anyone. you remember when we hid in a closet and said, surprise, Andrew, it's your birthday party. <laughs> and it's just, like, moments like that when it's, like, the timeline. It's, like, you create moments. And you have to have that with a significant other. To build other. relationships with any kind of relationship in your life, you have to have the timeline. You have to have yeah. the moments where you realize, I love this person. Yeah. Like, and that's what you need. You gotta be positive, be optimistic, be know what you gotta do to have good relationships, be kind, be loving, be get out of the negative shit in your life, be yeah. understanding to each other, just love each other, and understand how to be in a relationship, because that's a big, big And don't big get in one if you don't. Don't get in one if you don't want to be with one, and under, understand that... Having the mindset that there's always something better out there than what you got in front of you. See what you have in front of you. You have your options. You have options. And if you have something in front of you that you're like, wow, maybe this could be a great best friend. Or maybe this could be a great yeah. girlfriend. Or maybe this could be somebody that I can hang out with. Like, look at that, see it, and stop putting your mind to something mm-hmm. that doesn't even exist. Yeah, and you're never, like, and I want to stress this immediately, you're never obligated no. to anyone. You're not. You're not obligated to stay with anyone for nothing. Even if they buy you a million dollars worth of diamonds, you are not obligated, obligated to, to stay with them. If you're not happy, you're Don't not be with happy. Him. No. You have to be happy. One life. Short. One. How do you expect to live your life like that? You have to be happy. You have to. And you know, like, you can't get so obsessed or so, like, distracted by a single person that doesn't even give you the time of day. Mm-hmm. Somebody that treats you like shit. A friend or a person that you want to be your yeah. boyfriend or girlfriend, you can't get distracted by these people because 
you have to realize that you're worth more than that. You're worth than putting yeah. yourself on the line every time for somebody that might not even be what you think they no. would be like. Might not be a good friend. Might not be a good boyfriend. Might not be a good girlfriend. You have to realize, like, this image that you put in your mind of this person that you're looking at might not be true. Right. And also, this could be, like, another another topic for another time, but, like, friendships are almost the same way. They, exactly. Like, all those relationships you build throughout your whole entire life, no matter what. Yeah. They can end up and a negative influence yeah. on your life. You could pick a friend and think that you know them, and then they're actually emotionally abusing you yeah. and telling you that you're a piece of shit, and then that's not a good friend. I don't know. I just, I wish that you could see into the future. Like, at least five years in the future to see if those, that person's going to be in your life anymore. Right. No. I think that would be so handy. Let's get on that. Well, you know, five years, you're still here, so. Has it been that long? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's been five years now. I that's met you wild. in 2013. That's wild. Yeah. Almost six years. Yep. Because it's 2019. Yeah, it would be six years in August. Jeez Louise. That's wild. They also say that if you're friends with someone, what, over five years, you'll be friends forever? <laughs> friends As forever. We, <laughs> we remember. <laughs> As if we, like, graduated together. 911 emergency. 911. All right, well, I think, I, think we, I think we've said about all we could say here. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Hannah will be on again. Yeah. So, she'll, hopefully, she'll be up here hanging out with me a lot in the next couple couple months. So, yeah. that would be nice. But, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, I want to just tell you to make sure you're paying attention to those people that you love in your life if they're going through any kind of crap with relationships um i'm gonna give you the suicide hotline number just so that you can pass it on if you feel like somebody you know who has an emotional abuse like relationship or just somebody that needs some help um it's 1-800-273-8255 so just save it in your phone save it in your notes keep it keep it with you so that you can give it to people who need it or if you need it like and make sure you tell your people your friends that, that are going through that or if you're going through that that you do have access to domestic abuse hotlines in your area just look it up on google you can give it a call talk to them vent use your friends use your family find a therapist if you need it just love each other be positive get those relationships build your timeline but uh thanks for listening y'all